Hello, boys and girls. Welcome to the Cool Kids Lunch Table Podcast with PJ and Mike. Now find yourself a seat at their table. Hey, kids, I'm Mike. I'm PJ. And today on the podcast, we're going to talk about how much New Year's Eve sucks. Boy, does it suck. <laughs> we're just cutting right to the chase, folks. All right, New Year's Eve blows, okay? And we're going to talk, we'll talk some little, little positives, but we're going to really talk about how much of it is it's such really a drag. Um, and PJ, I'm really, I'm looking, holiday. yes. Worst holiday of the year. Yep. Least favorite. I think it's everyone's least favorite. Um, <laughs> probably, probably, I'm going to say, we'll get into it. The most stressful, mm. but folks, we're going to start off as usual with a childhood memory. And we're going to talk about some of our, some of our favorite new years. Okay. And not all of them have been horrendous, but, uh. Uh, PJ, would you want to start sharing some of your faves that you can sure. think of? I remember when I was a kid, real, real small, we used to go by uh, my grandparents' house every New Year's Eve. And um, my, uh, my, all my aunts and uncles and cousins and all would be there. And we would, we would uh, cram into what was not the biggest space. Uh, my grandmother wasn't in a mansion, right? right. We, there were, and there were way too many of us for the, uh, the size house that it was. But we all crammed in and... and those were those were nice uh, those were nice memories of New Year's you know being with the family and seeing everybody oh, uh, yeah. yeah that that's uh, I, I do th- if I remember correctly I think it was a New Year's Eve I could be wrong but I think it was New Year's Eve on the way home from uh, my my grandmother's house we had gotten into a car accident I was real small wound up getting like a, a black eye uh, because of a drunk driver. Whoa! Uh, I remember because even from back then, that's you know, New Year's Eve has to have something bad happen. Um, yeah, but I remember that. That was a memory I have. Not necessarily a great one when the car accident <laughs> as a kid, but yeah. Um, <laughs> right. What's your What's your first memory of New Year's Eve? I was a small child that got into a crash and broke my face. Yeah. Um, <laughs> God. Happy New oh, Year. I never, I never knew that. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> I just want to kind of ramble off a couple, TJ. Okay. Um, so I remember 2004, that was a significant one because, like, I was about 18, 19, and I went over to my friend's house. And this is like, look, guys, I'm not promoting underage drinking, but I was underage drinking. And at the time, I was at, like, I never was, like, a crazy drinker. I never got, like, I don't get beer muscles, none of that stuff. But, you know, I was going to, all I brought was, folks, and my, at the time, my sister's boyfriend at the time. I said, well, I don't want to bring something to my friend's house. I'm like, I'm not going to bring a six pack. I just want something simple. And me being, look, I didn't, I did not know anything. Was very naive. He goes, Oh, you take. I'm not recommending this drink, folks. So he says, if you take vodka, so I took absolute vodka. He goes, you put tang in it. Remember tang, PJ? It was like a monkey on it. It was like yeah, a, yeah. some kind of orange drink. Like the fake orange juice. Yeah. So I put that in that, and I basically, like I said, not. Being very, uh, you know, a novice at this, I basically filled up entire <laughs> Gatorade bottle of vodka, not realizing I'm not diluting it. And I thought, like I said, me being very dumb, I, I thought putting Tang in it would dilute it. Obviously, very dumb. Yeah. And I got drunk. I got annihilated. I've never been that drunk in my entire life since then. You know, I was like incompetent. They had to carry me out. Wow. I threw up my friend. I was so embarrassed. I actually brought... Like when I was able to recover, um, like a couple of like days later, I actually brought flowers over to her mom. I felt so embarrassed and like I didn't destroy anything. I just basically was dead. Um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I remember the next day, New Year's Day, I remember like recovering from my house. And I remember that year I got like for Christmas, like you know, the, like neon lights you can get. I got like a. I look like the girl, like the uh, like the famous like kind of stripper yeah, post. She like yeah. late, so I got that in my room, and I remember I had that light on, just like illuminating my room, just that kind of like purplish glow. And my dad, my dad was like, I don't know what compelled me. He's like, oh, listen to this song, and he gave me he gave me like Steppenwolf, like greatest hits. I remember just listening to the Pusher, that song, like Goddamn, Goddamn, the Pusher Man. Maybe we could put a sound clip of it, but uh, for like movie like Easy Rider, kind of made it big. But I remember that, <laughs> I remember that killed me too. 2004 was turning 2004 um i remember 2006 
my friends and I called it 2006. We didn't have sex that night, but it was a lot of, I think all of us like made out with someone. So it was like a big victory for us. <laughs> um, it must've been like 20, 21 around there. And then um, a great one, um, but unfortunately the aftermath was not good in terms of the world. Cause my, my new year's in, turning into 2020 was actually great. My friend Kim had a roaring twenties party, get the reference wrong, but we all know what happened. Yeah, <laughs> a little after, a month later, yeah. A, a month later or so, uh, with the world coming to an end. But PJ, I don't know if you remember this. I don't know if it was the year 2000, the Y2K, or it might have been like 2002 to, or turning into 2003, where we all slept over our friend Dan's house. You remember this? I, 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 vaguely, yes. So all I remember is we, we, we just couldn't. We were so wired. We never went to bed. And I remember, I think you brought over... Grand Theft Auto 3, and I just remember playing Grand Theft Auto 3 till like 6 in the morning and going yeah. to sleep for like an hour. Um, I remember we, we, we all went to bed around, we tried to go to bed around like 2.30, like, all right, let's go to bed. And then we were just basically sitting there laying down in silence, and then someone's like, yo, just put on Grand Theft Auto 3. <laughs> and then uh, that's what we did, man. But I love that game. Um, I still do. It's one of my favorites, and uh, I have that memory, bro. And I'm pretty sure you were there, man. I think you were there. I had to have been, yeah. Uh, oh man. But nowadays, with with New Year's Eve, I, I I call it amateur hour. Right, right, right. I just I don't want to go out in public because you just don't know what nonsense is going to be happening out there. People are just driving drunk. They're just yeah monsters out there, man. I don't I don't know what's happening in the world. It's never been my favorite holiday, but I find like every year it gets worse. Oh yeah, I hey, look, guys, and I think I think I'm about you, PJ. I think when I think about New Year's Eve, I think about two words come to my mind automatically. That's the word stress <laughs> and the word pressure. You know, I don't know if it's the same as an adult, but like remember just being like, especially a teenager, you know, like when you're in your twenties, there's pressure. There's pressure to go to like the best party. There's pressure to do something. It's just there's pressure to drink, there's pressure to party, there's pressure to find a girl. There's so much pressure, and with that pressure comes a lot of stress. And like you said, then you need to ride home, right? You need to extort. Someone needs to be double D, designated driver, right? Or you have to call a taxi. But calling a taxi is impossible on New Year's Eve, you know? I mean, now you have Uber. That was a different time, you know? But even even now, I'm sure it's chaotic, you know? I don't know how you can go into the city. I will. You couldn't give me enough money to get me anywhere near New York City. On New Year's Eve, I, I did, look. I watched the show. I watched Dick Clark's Rock and New Year's Eve, just like right. everybody else. And you put it on, and it looks miserable. No one's having a good time. These people are freezing. They're standing out there from like the the day before, so they can get a good spot to watch a stupid ball drop. They're not allowed to go to the bathroom, so they're just shitting themselves in the middle of Times Square because they don't want to lose their spot. They're wearing their stupid Planet Fitness hat because Planet Fitness sponsors it every year. Right. <laughs> And they wear those goggles. They wear, they wear the those goggles. And for what? For what? To watch a, a musical act that they're lip syncing and not good? Like, what are, what are you doing? What is the fun in this? You couldn't pay me to go there. You couldn't. Yeah, I don't know. For folks maybe who are on our list who don't live in, you know, in New, in New York, but New York City, like, New York City is great for the Christmas time. It's great. But like you said, I would never, ever, you couldn't pay me to go to New Year's Eve in that they keep you in those corrals, those bullpens. It's, it's like a, it's like you know? your cow, your cattle. Oh, like you said, look, we don't have look. This isn't the place to be hanging outside, not being able to go to the bathroom where it's cold, typically super cold. You know, um, crowded. You can't go to the bathroom. They have very weird, like, I mean, I don't know why they can't just have a porta potty, you know, on site. But man, it is just. I never. I have people who go. They go. Oh, I have a good time. It's like it's like, it's like a one and done thing. I don't see people go it every year. No, I don't I, see. If you go every year, you're probably clinically insane. I don't know, because it, it can't be fun. None of it looks fun. Mm-hmm. And like, where do you go? Like, okay, okay. Let's say you stay. Like, because my brother went to the city on New Year's Eve one time. He didn't go to the actual uh, like. Um, he went to a hotel. Like, okay. so he was able to see it like, over a balcony in Times Square, which he said was was pretty cool. But he says after the ball drops, he said like about 20 minutes later, that entire thing is empty. You know, there's only 
confetti there. Mm-hmm. But where do all those people go? They're all. Do they go to the trains, PJ? Because the trains would be a nightmare. Could they're all in Penn, Penn Station, Station, and they're all waiting for the Babylon line. That's exactly what they're doing. <laughs> that's that's what's happening. I, I don't know. I, and then and then to get home after that, if you are going home through through the railroad, you're, there's no way you're getting a seat on the train. Oh so no way! You're staying up on that thing. To, no, no. Not and, you know the, and you know there's someone there who drank too much who's about to pop. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you know, someone's it, it's going to happen. Someone's vomiting. Someone's shitting themselves. The train's going to stink. Yeah, you're going to have to change to Jamaica. It's going to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just going to be the worst. You think the uh, I mean, for folks who don't live in, the, in our area, but like you have train. I'm not sure if they do this. Like maybe like maybe other cities they have. I'm sure they have subways. Mm-hmm. But um, like we still have uh, um, I mean, subways and like a Long Island Railroad kind of thing. But like, you, have, you have a conductor who clicks your ticket. You know, yep. or now they scan your ticket, depending what you have. But um, do you think, PJ, you get a free ride that night? You think there's a conductor going through that going? It's got to be a free ride. There's no way they're getting through. There's no way. <laughs> and and you, you got to take a chance. Like, are you going to buy the train ticket and, and then just yeah. waste money? Yeah. Or you yeah. Gonna... yeah. Sometimes you just wait and you're like, well, it's going to be cheaper if I get this three stops down the road. They don't know where I got on. So, right. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's definitely, there, there's no way they're getting through that mess. I've gone to like Islander games and they're like, fuck it. We're not yep. checking tickets tonight. There's no way they're checking tickets after New Year's. Yeah. They have a thing now, like on your phone where like when you get your ticket, it's like, exactly. So like my brother told me like, you don't, you actually get on the train. He's like, don't activate it until that conductor comes. Absolutely. You know? Cause yep. you're kind of sitting in your bank, you know? Yeah. Um, and everything but yeah man like you said new york city man no way no way mm-hmm. i mean i i've gone to to new year's eve parties and you go to like the they do them in like wedding halls and shit yes i've been to those yeah was in there they're nice don't get me wrong like you get food you get some drinks you, you know there's music or whatever but i i don't know like i don't see the fun in it i'm not the big the biggest partier as it is right and, and they're just like uh and then the other thing with New Year's Eve, I find when you go out, there's this expectation that you're going to be dressed up nicer. Right. Yep. 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 No, I'm not going to. I'm especially <laughs> not doing that. It's, right. it's freezing. Mm-hmm. If, I'm, if I'm leaving my house in, in January in cold weather in our northeast climate, I'm wearing something warm, not something fancy. Right. 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 It's funny you say that because that's why I'm going back to like the pressure. You know, the pressure. And I think, you know, I don't know, uh, PJ, I don't know about you when you're 20. Did you go, like, clubbing a lot or anything? Um, it's not my thing. I mean, I've right. been to them. Okay. I've tried right. to avoid it as often as possible. Right. So when I was in my 20s, um, you know, like, going to New Year's Eve, you know, like I said, there's already enough pressure. But now, like you said, you have to get to a club. Now you have to – and they always rip you off. Where it might be maybe oh. 10 or 20 bucks. To get a New Year's Eve, I got a bar, man. They're going to rip you off, like, 50 bucks, 75. Sometimes they have open bar, which is good. But um, but it ever just being crowded. But like you said, you have to – you feel like you have to dress up even more. So, like, instead of me wearing a, a black shirt, I would get an even darker black shirt. You know what I mean? Clean shaven, the whole thing. But, PJ, I don't know about you if you felt this. Even if maybe you went to house parties or whatever mm-hmm. it was. I, I can say as a man, I'm not sure if women, maybe or maybe our female listeners, they can maybe comment. Um, but I remember just there being pressure just to like make out with a girl or kiss a girl with that ball drop. I just remember the amount of the amount of pressure. I remember some of my friends and I, we would, I'd be sweating the whole. It was like a, literally like a countdown. I was like, I gotta find some, I gotta find some, <laughs> you know, just find to some rando in this party in this bar. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And I remember just being stressed out. It wasn't even like I was trying to just like take advantage of nothing like that. It was just like looking for someone just to like, because I guess like the, the romantic part of you and also that part of you when you're like young, where you, there's like this thing where it's like it's New Year's Eve, you have to. <laughs> it's like it's like oh my god. It's setting the tone for the rest of the year if I don't find a girl or or this night isn't amazing. You know right. what I mean? Like the whole rest of the year is going to be a bust. I just remember that the amount of pressure and it just puts so much like stress. I remember like news. I'd be stressed out. I'd be like searching, you know, in a club or at a bar. I'm like, God damn it. And you're trying to like you get there early sometimes around nine. So you have like, what is that, three hours, two hours, right? right. To, find, to find some girl. You build a rapport with some kind of connection where you can feel like, okay, let me seal the deal. You know, because after, you know, after the bull drops, it's kind of like now you're getting the, 
you know, everyone's getting sloppy. You know what I mean? And <laughs> who knows? But I mean, there's, there is a fun part to that too. Okay, don't get me wrong. There is a, a fun to, to to doing that. But there's just but the negatives just outweigh. It is just stressful, man. I guess for me as a man, that was stressful. Especially for me, it was it was slightly easier for me because so we're thirty. What are we? Thirty eight, right? I've been right. married for ten years, and we dated. Right. We dated for eight years prior. Wow, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, we were we've, so we've been together for a long ass time, so it was much easier to find the person that I was gonna be oh, with because yeah. mm-hmm. we've just been together for that long. Um, so that made it much easier for me. There was an episode of Friends about that because um, we've been rewatching Friends since uh, Matthew Perry died. Right. And uh, we got to an episode. I think it was like season two or three, and it's all about that on New Year's Eve. Right. And they're trying to find the right party to go to. They're trying to find the right person to be with. Right. Them. But it, it's funny. It's that's why that show is so timeless because it's still relatable today. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it it is just not a fun experience for anybody. I've never heard someone be like, "I had the best New Year's." Right. I've never heard anyone say that. <laughs> right. Yeah, well, I think it's I think it's a depressing day, really. It feels very depressing, you know. Um, you know, they play that song, I don't know how to pronounce it, it's like all all these sayings it's like da na 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 me for God. It's not even a it's not even triumphant. It's, it's a jolly song, it is. It's like a it's a downer. Depressing. Yeah. And like PJ, I gotta just, you know, I'm gonna just kinda ramble off a little bit a second because you know, especially for the single folks out there or or someone like you, you were, you know, I didn't really have to, to be to be, you know, to be, uh, you know, to be honest. I, mean, I dated girls, but I didn't have my first real girlfriend until I was like 26, believe it or not. So my whole like, you want to say, you know, teenage years and especially in your 20s, early 20s, you want someone. I just remember the amount of pressure. I was like, God, I hate being single Especially during the holidays. New Year's, it was a fucking nightmare. I just wanted to share this one. I don't know if this is, I don't know if this is self-deprecating. I don't know what to call it, but I just want to talk about my worst New Year's ever, bro. Is that okay, PJ? Sure, go for it. I'm, so, I'm happy so to hear it. It was actually it was 2016 turned into 2017. Okay, so I'm not gonna get into all of it, but it was like the ending of 2016 was not good. I was dating this girl. We like she like we weren't like even boyfriend and girlfriend. I was just dating her for a short time, but she like ended things. She wasn't ready to date. I was like heartbroken. I was very upset. My aunt passed away. She actually passed away in a fire. So it was like all these, like, it was like in 2017 was a nightmare in terms of all these other things that just went wrong. So, but anyway, New Year's Eve actually stayed home by myself, by myself. My brother went out, you know, my parents went out. I was home by myself and I watched, um, I love this artist, Prince, right? I watched Purple Rain. Okay. And then I had on DVD and dude, I watched the last, the, well, not, I guess the climax of the film is when he plays actually Purple Rain. Yeah. Dude, I must have watched that song, like his performance, that part. I've kept playing back on the DVD. I, I'll i just say countless times from like 12 o'clock to maybe like 2 in the morning. I just kept – and I was like, not going to lie, I was crying, all this stuff. I was like, the worst New Year's ever. All I can say is for the single people out there, keep the faith. <laughs> I'm happily married now. Thank God I found the one. But that – all I can say is being single, especially if you're like – Having a hard time finding someone, and it's it's it is a it is a tough tough time. That holiday is. I think it's worse than Valentine's Day if you're alone, because Valentine's Day, to me, even if you are single, I feel like it's not as bad as New Year's. You know, because you can like have fun on Valentine. You can like hang out with your friends, and I've done that. Like you go on a date with your friends. Like I've done it with my bros. Whatever. It's, it's you have. It's a different kind of love. I feel like that you can celebrate all kinds of love. New Year's, no fucking way. It's like. <laughs> Single or buck, you gotta like, right. you, know, you gotta go. <laughs> I just <laughs> nightmarish day for me is New Year's. Mm-hmm. I I mean my New Year's Eve celebration now uh, it consists of staying home. Um, <laughs> you know we we cook something, we make like uh like yeah last year we made our own little tray of uh like pigs in a blanket and that kind of stuff. Yeah, I like to cook, so I, I we make something a little bit nicer for ourselves, and we sit on the couch and. We we flip back and forth between uh, Ryan Seacrest and uh, Anderson Cooper, right? We, yep. we I find the Anderson Cooper one is actually a little bit better than the, the Ryan Seacrest one. I agree. I uh, agree. So I, I usually watch that one, and but you know we flip back and forth. We'll check out a musical performance here and there. They really the the same thing like we said about the the, the parade for the for yeah. the day parade. It's the same thing with these New Year's Eve celebrate. Where are they dragging these people out of? With like this is. 
I think last year Salt and Peppa had a performance. Right. <laughs> but no one wants to see this. No one's asking for this. Like we're gonna push it in 2023. What are we? What's happening? There's yeah. never a good act, mm-hmm. or or it's either there's never a good act or it's just like pitbull constantly. Right, right, right. <laughs> and, and nobody wants that. So it like they're not fun to watch. Sometimes it's like, should we just put on a movie? Should we just sit at home? Yeah. Put on a movie, wait until – if I'm awake at 12 o'clock, it's a miracle anyway. Right. I'm mm-hmm. texting people at like 945. I'm like, hey, happy new year. I'm going to sleep. You're not getting a text from me at midnight, buddy. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. you know, I I don't know. I I guess that's the the perk. One of the perks of, of being uh, married for so long and yeah. uh, is you don't feel the need to celebrate this quite as much. You just do something small and low-key together at home. Mm-hmm. I well, PJ, you, you kind of stole my thunder a little bit because I want to talk about how much I hate those Rocky New Year's Eve shows. I oh, they're hate, terrible. They're they are awful. Now let me step back for a second. I remember as a kid, I did enjoy. I maybe mean, it was just a different world. Maybe there was no cell phones. I think it's a part of it. It was Dick Clark. I actually liked his. I liked him. He had that that always like that headset on, mm-hmm. and it felt like I don't know. I felt like he was really. He felt like a news reporter. He didn't feel like a host. He felt like he was like broadcasting something like. Like, almost like it was going to be the end of the world with that ball drop. Like, they're, they're going to celebrate. The world's going to end. Like, it felt like that kind of, like – but he did such a good job. But it's just his vibe. And I know they still call the show in his honor, like, Rockin' New Year's Eve to Clark's with Ryan Seacrest. Yeah. But I can't stand Ryan Seacrest. I was about to say that. I, I can't, can't stand, stand this I guy. I hate him so much I don't want to watch it. I can't – I look, I don't know him personally, obviously, or anybody. I don't like – I don't know why they give this guy every hosting job. He's, I don't know. Get, get, well, first, I want to tell him, yo, get a life, bro, you know. Do something else with your life. Like he might be a great guy in real life. I don't know. I just don't like him as a host. I, I can't. I don't find him. He's on Regis and Kelly, whatever that show is. He does. If they're giving him with the stars, uh, American Idol. Just get out of here. Like, Pat Sajak is retiring. Ryan Seacrest is taking over. Wheel. Why field. exactly? Why? Like, is what he, is he getting? Every is there no one else? Exactly. I'd rather just have a nobody. Get some nobody who's well spoken. Get an get an author. Get a I don't know a crossword puzzle person. Have Vanna do it. Have Vanna. Yeah, exactly. Do it. You don't need someone to turn the letters. Just have Vanna White stand at the wheel. I, there's, no, <laughs> there's no reason to replace him with Ryan Seacrest. Nobody wants that. Oh, I can't stand that. He's so fake. I I don't want to trust the whole bashing of Ryan Seacrest. I just I guess the other part of me. You know, I'll, I'll admit this. I'm all, I was a little jealous of him at one point because he used to date. I think it was, her name was Julianne Huff, who was a who was a who is. Uh, she's like an actress. She's like Dancing with the Stars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He dated her for. I'm like, how did this guy? I don't think he's an ugly man. I think he's handsome. I'll give him that. But I'm like, what is this girl seeing this guy? He Money. Sees, yeah. <laughs> 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 exactly. Well, there you go. Hey, when you sit, hey, for for the short guys out there, when you stand on your money, you're six feet tall. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think he's a pretty tall guy. But anyway. But him, but I don't get PJ. You said with these New Year's Eve show, I think no one wants to work on it. If you're a celebrity, you don't really want to. If you want to hang out with your family, they already live a crazy life. You know, like give me this one day. So I think that's why they kind of bring out these old acts because they'll take the money, they'll take the exposure, you know, <coughs> and everything. But no one, PJ, you watched it. I hate the ones where they. They uh they cut to like like we're in like for folks listening at home we we uh you know we're based in uh New York so I would get turned off when they show you L A but they're in a studio oh, yes. in L A yes. and they have these it's like a basically it seems like they they couldn't get real people to be this so they hire this they get the staff to get they give them drinks yeah. and they're dancing in front of like Camila Caballo you know or like a Sean Paul like in this small studio dancing wearing like these Planet Fitness hats and it's just you know, they don't even have a full band, or they're just miming it. You know, they just have like they might be singing live, but they're really singing to like a karaoke style. Right. Oh, I think they're just so boring, man. You know what I hate? What you know? There's different time zones, so somebody's gonna have the new year before us. Oh and yeah, yeah. To those people counting down, and I'm <laughs> like, wait a minute, we didn't get to. We're not there yet. We're not supposed to be counting. But now you're showing me some asshole in like I don't know, right? Whatever country that they're in counting down i'm like well where it's over right three hours early i don't <laughs> what is this i always feel like that ruins it like even more like on the whole point i'm forcing myself to stay awake to count down till midnight and you just did it at nine o'clock instead yeah you know what 
PJ, I'm trying to um, – uh, two, two other things about the New Year's Eve thing, the shows is – I don't know about you. I can't stand when they interview regular people on the side. I don't give a shit about those people. <laughs> I, 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 I'm sure they're very nice, but I have no interest. None. Like, I don't care where you're from, who you are, who, who you – what I don't care at all. And I hate – <laughs> is this your first time in Times Square for New Year's Eve? Yeah, you know, I've always lived here. No one gives a shit about you. <laughs> no one cares. <laughs> Dude, I know. I also hate, I don't know what, I don't like, for someone like me who's very hopeless romantic, I know what it is. And like I said, my horrors of being single on New Year's Eve. But I can't stand when people propose on TV. Uh, I don't give a shit. I want to be like, don't you I hope she says no. I always hope they say, I hope she turns them down on live TV. <laughs> Dude, I know what I for me. I, I don't li- I like. I like. I could be very outgoing. You know what I mean? No, I can. I can do that. I could. I could dance. I could. I've been in bands. I can perform. But certain things I like private. I don't understand. I guess it's a side thing. I don't know. I don't. Wouldn't want a public, like, like when I proposed to my wife. I wanted. I did it very privately. I was on a beach with her. I was. I did it like I was secluded, man. I don't know how people can do public things. Even if you've been dating the person for 20 years, I don't give a shit. Wouldn't you want that private? I don't understand the, like, a whole front of your, I can't, all right, maybe front of your, all right, maybe that, but I still don't, I don't know how people could do that. Or like on the tight like a wrestling game. event? Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you're at some sporting event, and they're like, look at the big screen, and then some asshole is proposing to uh, to their significant other. Right. You know, while, while the home team's getting destroyed, like, 12 nothing. It's like, <laughs> like, what is this? This is like... No one wants to watch this. I'm not clapping for you. Right. I'm booing. I'm booing you the same way I'm booing the goalie. That's what I'm doing right, right now. Right, right, right. Go from I, the screen. Right. Even I have something about it, though. I, I don't know. Maybe this is a, the, something cynical. Like you said, you hope they, in a weird way, you hope they say no. But a part of me just finds it very cringe. I don't know what it is. No, it's because it's ridiculous and it's stupid. I hate it. No, I always hope they say no. I'm like, I hope they say no. I hope they say no. Right, PJ. I, I know we're talking about New Year's. Just, uh, just, a, a, just a, a quick side quest. Um, <laughs> what, like for me, I for I have, I definitely have anxiety. I'm not diagnosed, but I do get anxiety. But one of the things that gives me hyper, like really, a, that sky rise, skyrockets my anxiety. Something very cringe, you know. Even if it could be a video, all of a sudden I get sweaty, you know. So, is there anything for you that makes your skin crawl? Like when I, when my skin crawls, I really feel like I gotta, I gotta run. I have like fight or flight. I'm gonna, I book it, I book it. Yeah. So, is there so anything that makes your skin crawl? Yeah, just like when you see awkward stuff happen around you. And, like, well, like if you're at a restaurant, like, let's say, like, you know, we're at a table, we're eating dinner. But then, like, the table next to you is just, like, in the <laughs> biggest fight of their life. And you're just like, I got to leave. I got to – I can't listen. Like, I'm trying to, like – here I am trying to eat my chicken parm. And the table next to me, they're, like, two seconds away from a divorce. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, there's just so many things. I, I mean, I have the same problem with anxiety where it's, like – all of a sudden, it's just like, oh god, I can't, I can't take it today. Yeah, for me, man, certain things that that and make waiting, me trip. waiting gives me the most anxiety. Oh yeah, I have zero patience. Oh so yeah, if they're like, you go to a restaurant and it's like, uh, you put your name on the list and they're like, all right, it'll be about a 15, 20 minute wait. I'm immediately like, should we just leave? <laughs> right. Yep. Yeah. And I'm like, it's a 15 minute wait. Should we just, there's a million restaurants. Should we go some? And she's like, 15 minutes isn't that bad. I'm like, no, but what am I going to do for 15 minutes? I got to sit here in this. Right. And, and like the waiting area in a restaurant, by the way, is like two seats. And, right. and, there's, <laughs> and there's always a million people trying to sit down. You're like, you have a stranger sitting on your lap. Right. Like you yeah, yeah, yeah. Doesn't belong to you. Like I'm sitting on your lap because there's nowhere else to sit. Like it's just terrible. And no. And then you're waiting, and and I get the anxiety because they call a name, right? And I'm right. waiting for them to be like PJ Party too, but it doesn't happen. It's right. all, just like all these other people, and you're like, they weren't here before. They were here after me. They were here after me. How are they right. saying for me? Because they put their name on the list ahead of time, and that gives me the most anxiety. I oh can't, yeah, I can't do waiting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was gonna say, um, no one really makes me like uncomfortable too. It makes me like, I mean, I don't know if it's cringe. It makes me just grossed out. You're like, like you said, you're like waiting for your like a table and like like someone gets called and they go oh you can sit in our seat you know yeah sometimes i get very like like gross out their seat. yeah and, and, it's, and it's warm it's, you know? uh, 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 i just feel so grossed out i'm just like uh i feel like they farted in it <laughs> they're sweating their ass sweat is there their swamp uh, ass 
I just get so and then, like you said, overload. Dude, I get I get sweaty, bro. You get this? When you do self checkout. <laughs> Dude, this I don't know what it is. I get put pressure on myself. Sometimes I don't even get fruit because I don't want to weigh it. I want to search it. <laughs> like, it after one time, I had like an item. It didn't have a barcode on it. I was something like I can't. I, I don't want this. Anymore. I just left. I said I can't. I don't have the. I don't have. I can't do it. I can't handle it. Have Have you ever? I've gone into stores like and something <laughs> aggravates me so much in the store. Well, I just leave my cart and I'm like, you know what? I don't want any of this shit. <laughs> I've gone through an entire store. I'm on the last aisle and someone. It's just like it's getting backed up in the aisle. I'm starting to like. <laughs> I'm like I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want any of these groceries. We won't eat this week, and I just leave. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I, it's, I don't, I don't have patience, and so the minute my patience is tested, I just, I lose it real quick. Yeah, but I'm trying to search it now. Oh, that's, I think that's it. I mean, is it? Hold on, is it? I'm trying. There's a co-host. I think I'm Ryan Seacrest. I think that's certain. Let me find her name. Is it, Is it Jenny McCarthy? No, 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 no. It's like a she's like um she's like um like a Latina. She's like uh, what the heck's her name? She's like she got big on YouTube. What the hell is her name? Uh, I, uh, she's, uh, uh I'm trying to search it right now. Sorry folks. Maybe we'll edit this out. Um Eve like with Ryan Seacrest. It's like a girl. What the hell's her name? No oh, God. She's like a YouTuber. Uh, hold on. Sorry, folks. Sorry, folks at home. Oh my God, what's her name? Rita Ora. I don't think it's her. I think I think I found. I think it's Liza Kosher. I don't know who that is. That's it. I found it. All right. Yep. Yeah, Liza uh, Kosh. I think it's from Kashi. K O. S-H-Y. This girl is the definition of cringe, annoying. She's the ultimate nightmare, folks. Okay? you have. I think she works with Ryan Seacrest. Does she work with Ryan Seacrest? I don't know. But this girl is, for me, is, I don't know what the appeal is. You know, like, certain people, like, what? what is about her personality that makes her, like, like, likeable? I'm not saying she's an evil person, okay? But, dude, this girl, PJ, this year, watch her. Watch her. She's like a co-host. She just interviews people on the street, right. you know, stuff we can't stand. This girl literally makes my skin crawl. I can't imagine working. You ever work with a person where they, they're nice, they mean well, but you just can't work with them. You do everything. I remember one time I had a job and like I went to my boss. I said, look, I I can't work with this person. I says, look, I, I'll, if I have to, I will. But there's any way we can't because like not that we don't get along. I can get along with anybody, but this person drove me so crazy. I'm like, I had to make a request. I'd never done that my entire I did that once my entire life. Like, just because, not even because they were, we were, we couldn't get, I had people who I didn't even like. We didn't like each other. We did, but we, I could work with them. I'd rather work with them than this person. This person drove me crazy. This person is like, that girl Liza, man. Kashi, God, um, God bless her has to work with her. Man, I mean, I don't know if, <coughs> excuse me. But she will make – and everything, her, per, everything, she just makes my skin curl. Her voice, her style of comedy, you know. Um, I know she tries to do, like, more like a physical thing. I don't mind that. I don't care if people – I'm all about physical comedy. But she does it where it's so obnoxious where it's, like, this eighth-grade, seventh-grade humor. I'm like, what adult? Maybe she does it. Maybe it's for kids. I don't know. But – and that's another thing, PJ. Who watches New, Rockin' New Year's Eve? Is it, like – It's, it's almost like – It's almost like – I'm going to cut you off. It's almost like late-night television. It's almost like – like extinct, it's on its way out, you know. But it won't; it just won't die off. It, the only people that watch <laughs> yeah. it's like a cockroach, yeah. It's, it's like a, it's gonna be the only thing left when the world ends is the New Year's Eve special, Twinkies and cockroaches. It, it just won't stop. <laughs> I, it's gotta be old people. I can't imagine it's anyone, but I, I can't sit through it. I hate it. There, I mean, there's just nothing enjoyable about watching these specials. I would prefer, I don't know, a, a year in review. Give me a recap of all the crazy shit that happened in the last 12 months. Right, right, right. World. And then count down real quick. Everyone gets a high five. Let's just continue our, you know, go to sleep. I I, I don't need right. the the rock and New Year's Eves and all the, and there's right. so many now. It used to just be Dick Clark. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and I remember then Dick Clark, like, what did he have, a stroke or something? Yeah. And then they, and then they dragged that guy back out. 
<laughs> you remember that? <laughs> yeah. Yes. So, this poor guy, he must have been 90. Right, right, right. And he has a stroke. And they're like, <laughs> all right, well, he, he can't host it anymore because he, he can't talk without, like, drooling this poor schmuck. And But no, they, like, Brian Seacrest takes over for, like, a year or whatever. And then they're like, all right, well, Dick Clark's back. And I'm like, Dick Clark looks like the Crypt Keeper. I literally, <laughs> <laughs> you, can't, you can't have him host. He, the poor guy is trying to, like, he can't get the words out of his mouth. That was the worst. And they did this for years until he died. I'm like, they're weekend at burning this motherfucker to put him on TV. <laughs> and then, like, what are they doing? Who wants to see this? Bring I remember- with a corpse. What's happening? That was bad, man. And they kept, like, diminishing his role. He went from, like, co-host to, like, he, he was just. Yeah, he was counting. Right. They had him just propped at one point. And he just basically, like, had him, like, in a, like, in a mannequin. Like, they had him, like, strapped to, like, a, like a, like a. Like a pole to hold him up. Yeah, that was just. I mean, talk about cringe. Like a puppet. Ryan Seacrest shoves his hand up his ass to make him. Talk. Right, 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 right. Or like a marionette. Like, a, <laughs> but uh, but but Pete, like you said, like you just pitched an idea. I think my. I just still can't believe. I think I'm saying I have the greatest idea of all, but I just feel like you do something very simple. Like like you said, there's so many now. Like I feel like YouTube should do this, where you go. We're gonna have a camera that um. So I've been to house parties where they actually have New Year's playing like the show, but they have it on mute. They have music just blasting right. at the last two minutes. Then you put the you, put you, it on, you listen to the tone. So yeah. I think they should do that where you have a camera, like a cameraman, where multiple that like, you just have you just cut to different things. People walk around the city, the ball, crowd, and then you have like a host, like a DJ host, who just broadcasts the top forty music for yes. two hours from like eleven to one in the morning. You hook it up with Spotify. You have them you know, sponsor it. And you play top 40. This way you can hook it up to your Bluetooth at your home or your home stereo. You have the TV on, you see different shit on happening in New York city or whatever state you're from. And you have music blasting and they go, all right guys, it's two minutes. You have like every like half hour, then every like, then then when it's like 15 minutes left, all right, everyone got ready. And then like, you know, last two minutes, the last minute they, they dig up Dick Clark one more time and make him <laughs> right <laughs> exactly, and then we're done. Exactly. I just, it, I don't know. I, I, there's got to be something better than what they're doing now. I mean, yeah. and now there's so many of these. Like you have Dick Clark with with Ryan Seacrest, then you have a Miley Cyrus one. Usually, I think they or last year they had like a Miley Cyrus one. She's impossible to watch without wanting to kill yourself. And then they have a Pitbull one. Then there's the Anderson Cooper one, which is like I said, still the best of all of them. But there's right. so many of these shows popping up. Every station wants to get in on the counting till 10. And every one, it's like a competition to who can get the worst performers. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like you said, what do you, I was really surprised with Miley Cyrus because I was like, I just like someone like her. Like, I don't like, I'm not a big, like, I like her songs. She's a very talented singer. I just like for her, she seems like almost like she's like a country girl. I feel like someone like her, she'd be like, you know, I'm taking this day off. Let me just hang out with my family. So for her to have a show, I was shocked. I think she even had Paris Hilton on last year. Yeah, or she year. did. It was awful. Yeah, I mean, gosh. But that's what I'm saying. It's a competition for the worst performers. Can you imagine? If, <laughs> all right. It's a TV network comes up to you. I don't know which one it's going to be. The CW network, whatever. Right. And they say, hey, put together the New Year's Eve special for our network. You have to get some musical acts. And you're like, okay, I'm going to do this. Is anywhere on your list? Is does Paris Hilton land on that list anywhere? I know. Like what, I know. Like, I'm not. I just. I don't understand. Like why? You know what they should? I don't know. I'm sure maybe they've done this in the past, but like, what if they try doing something else where it's like, maybe around like eleven o'clock, you get like you get a comedian fifteen minutes, like you get like a Jim Brewer, a, a Dave Chappelle. And you got them via Skype, and you just have them ramble off like we just did. We're not comedians, but you get someone who's funny who talk about your the, just like you know, your review, and you have like match like Norm Macdonald if you did like Weekend Update, but it was like so year something like that. Yeah, like I think that'd be a huge thing, you know. Or right after the ball drops, you have that kind of segment, you know. Yeah, uh, like John Stewart or something. Do like exactly, a, oh, exactly. I just saw like I feel like you, they could spend their money so much more wisely. You know, you can even have a pre-recorded. Fuck it. Who cares? There's, don't, I mean, there's got to be some a better option than Paris fucking Hilton, right? There's got to <laughs> be. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it really is not my favorite holiday. I, I don't find I don't find much enjoyable about it. My favorite part of holidays is always like the food and the eating. There's none of that on New Year's Eve. There's really there's no quiet time. It, it, it it's just a bad experience. And I and PJ, yes, it's a good segue because for me, look, is one thing I love is one thing I absolutely I love house parties. I love house parties. I do. But for some reason, when it comes with New Year's Eve and the amount of pressure that I put on myself that's totally unrealistic, unnecessary is I have to go to a part. If I do go when I was not so much now, a little bit, I still get this. But there's nothing worse, PJ. I, now, look, I'm trying to be grateful here. I'm, I'm, I'm grateful to be invited or expressing the gratitude. But there's nothing more dreadful than being at an awful New Year's Eve party, man. Oh, where it's boring because, like I said, you don't have the pressure where it's like you have like whatever it is, whether you're single or not, whatever it is, it's like that. You have that. Then it's like, okay, I always say the key to a good party is um, the people, entertainment, and the food. Like, like oh, yep. my God. It's like usually it's like some kind of like hors d'oeuvres or something that can be hit or miss. So for me, house parties could be – I just said hit or miss. And when they're a miss, I feel like when they're like, – because I've been to bar- house parties like – Whatever. It could be in the middle of March. It could be a sausage fest. It's fine. But on New Year's Eve that happens, it's a totally different it's – a, it's a nightmare, man. It's like your nightmares just come to – just it's awful. It's just, I mean that comes with the pressure like I said. But, man, there's nothing more dreadful than that for me. Oof. And if you're going to have a house party, put some fucking food out, man. Like we're not – it's one thing if you're in like a – like a setting, like a, like you said, like one of these wedding halls, and maybe that right. it's just hors d'oeuvres being passed around. Right. But if I'm going to someone's house, there better be a fucking sandwich. I don't know. There's got to be <laughs> like a hero. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like there better be some chicken cutlets flying around. I don't know. There's got to right. be something. There's got to. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. I like, always get nervous too. I don't know what this is, but I always get nervous eating. Uh, like a pizza on New Year's, you know? Because you know the Pizza Hut, a, a place besides Pizza Hut, like your whatever local, they're going to be closed by 10, yep. at least by 10. And you know that pizza's been sitting around. Hold I down. don't like eating it, man. I, I always get fucking to someone's house. <laughs> The last thing you want to do, like, now I got to shit in this person's house. Uh. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes. That's the other part that happens because you, so you start eating all these crazy foods and like, you don't think it's like the last thing you play do is take a crap at someone's house. Exactly. You know, you, you, the ball's got to drop. Your pants are got to drop. You know, like your ass is about to drop something. You know what I mean? It's just like a nightmare. Mm-hmm. Oh, but PJ, my last thing I want to talk to you about is, I don't, I mean, maybe it's, I don't know about for you, but um, I'm fortunate now where um, in my career that I, I typically have New Year's Eve, I mean, New Year's Day, I'm sorry, off. Right. You know? And um, but I remember, man, when I was a I mean, when we were kids, you know, you have, you have Christmas vacation, you know, holiday, right. Christmas break. But when you get, you know, right around high school, blah, blah, blah. Dude, how bad did you ever work on New Year's Day? I have. I have worked on New Year's Day. Oh, it's it's terrible. Working on any holiday is terrible. Yeah. Uh, for the longest time, this was years. I worked an overnight shift. Oof. And so the way it would always fall is I'd wind up working the overnight shift on. New Year's Day, which means I'm going in midnight New Year's Eve. As the ball's dropping and you're waiting, I'm walking into my, my job. Clocking in. Oh. Right. So I'm missing, which is, you know, you're missing the New Year's Eve, and then you're working New Year's Day overnight, yeah. and then you get home and all you want to do is sleep. It's just like you miss every holiday. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, I remember just working in retail, you know? And sometimes I should, like, I mean, sometimes I actually wouldn't mind working because it's usually dead quiet. So that was actually get like free, you know, free money. Right. But I used to, I used to, I, used to, I always, uh, folks who are listening, maybe new listeners, I, I'm always going to talk about BJ's Wholesale Club that worked there for 10 years. <laughs> so I remember I, one time I had work at like six or seven in the morning. And I remember like going in my, well, my clubbing clothes basically. <laughs> I basically just rolled out of bed with my same shit on and I went to work. But, um, but yeah, I think going on, like you said, working on any kind of holiday sucks, you know. But New Year's, especially New Year's, I, I feel like you should always have an extended opening. So I remember BJ started opening at like ten. I was like, thank God, give us some grace for this day. So um, instead of like seven or eight, you know, so it was, it, I remember it was just dead quiet. But 
DJ, I'm just kind of curious. I'm, I have a little tradition I always do. Uh, you got to get mad at me. <laughs> you got to find out shortly. But I always uh, do. You any, do you do you do anything on New Year's Day? Like do you listen to a certain song or watch a movie or have a, like a drink, like a co- hot cocoa or something like that? Uh, no, New Year's Day. Um, usually, I, I stay home. Usually, I think. Uh, but we usually have uh, like my sister comes over, my brother, and we yeah. do like a white elephant. With our, you know, with oh, the okay, cool. That, and we have something to eat usually, and it's kind of low key. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, I don't do anything special. Um, uh, but the one thing I do, uh, do, uh, I've been doing it for years now. I listen to two specific songs. I think you're gonna like one. I think you're gonna hate the other one. Um, so I started a couple of years ago. This one song. The other one I've been doing for like probably over a decade. The other one. I'll say over like over five years now, maybe more. I listened to "That's Life" by Frank Sinatra on New okay. Year's Day at some point. I find it, I don't know, a good way to kind of start the year. And then I also play. <laughs> I listen to YouTube's. Um, yeah, it's New Year's Day. I love that uh, song. So I listen to those, I listen to those two songs on New Year's Day. So. Uh, what a terrible way to start off a year. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Uh, I know. I, I figured you got a kick out of that, but but yeah. Um, yeah, that's my thing. So, but yeah, PJ, is there anything else you want to, uh, that you think about about New Year's? Why it sucks? No, I mean, I think we've covered it. I mean, it's covered just it all. About right. it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, we've done things over the years. We've gone to bowling alleys who do like the rock and bowl, and then they do the countdown, and and that was all right for a time. And I've gone to the the bars, I've gone to the clubs, I've gone to the the wedding venues when they yep, do. It. Yep. Mm-hmm. Just generally speaking, I have never found something on New Year's Eve that I, I find to be the most fun or engaging. I I would just yeah. always rather stay home. Right. Yep. I I hear you, man. As I get older, I think it's really more about being with family yeah. and uh, doing something fun, you know, <laughs> with your friends and everything. So the folks at home, PJ and I, uh, just say just. Don't put pressure on yourself, you know, it just, it's any other night, honestly, it's just any other night, you know, and just, if it's a bust, that's okay. You have 364 days to make that up. So it's and not, and New Year's Eve isn't a major break for you. They say if when the strong, the clock is about to strike uh, 12, if you stay real quiet, you might just hear the stroked out ghost of Dick Clark counting. The- <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh my God. <laughs> Which is a perfect segue because, um, uh, folks listening, PJ and I, um, we, we haven't been doing this for a year yet, but we just kind of want to do a quick wrap up of the new year. And, uh, PJ, I gotta say, it's been a pleasure doing this podcast with you, man. That's been great. And, uh, it's so many, uh, you know, you opened your store this year. Um, I got married this year and, uh, we've had, I, you know, and for the folks who are listening and, um, we really appreciate you guys because we always see a dedicated – we at least get about 40 to 50 you know, uh, downloads on Podbean where we can you know, kind of measure it. Um, that, so we, we want to thank those who kind of always come every week and listen, and we really appreciate it. And, um, and all we could say is you know, for this upcoming year, um, the show is going to get bigger and better, folks. Um, same basically format, but we're going to upgrade our, our audios. We're going to get more visuals in there. Um, we actually have – we are going to have more guests. We actually have one booked for next month in January. We're excited. He's an author, uh, so it's pretty cool. Um, but, yeah, we really are going to step uh, – you know, ramp it up production-wise and, and everything else. <coughs> yeah, it's uh, – I, I think we have some big things coming for uh, for 2024. Uh, you know, we started this, this is what, by the time this comes out, this will be like our 38, 39, 40th episode, somewhere around there, I think. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I feel like over the last several months of doing this, we do, we see the numbers get bigger each and every week. We get more downloads each and every week. So that's always awesome. And we, we see it expands to other countries and stuff like that. I, I think in the very beginning, we were seeing folks from like Ireland and stuff tuning in yeah. and we still see that. And it's, it's really awesome. So we do like, like Mike said, we thank all the listeners and family and friends who listen all the time. That's, that's always a, a big plus for us, but we do have big things coming, big ideas. Uh, we want to try and get, you know, a, a more, uh, situated in the store where we can record. And I just think we're going to have a, a big 2024 and we want to try and do some different, unique things, more games, get more people involved. So I, I think we have a, a lot of room for growth and you're going to see it next year. 
Yeah, and for and the folks who are listening, um, you know, you know, tell your friends about us. You know, like I know it's it's almost kind of like and hear me out, folks. It's like it's almost like original music. If you're like a local band, listening to trying to get someone to listen to your original music is very difficult. It's a hard sell. So I get it. We're not the Joe Rogans or the Bill Burrs of podcasts, but like you said, the numbers are growing, and the best way we can get out there, you know, is is basically the best is word of mouth. So if you have a favorite episode and you want to show your buddy at work or your friend or whatever, tell them to listen to that episode or go to our Instagram or we have TikTok now um, and check out one of our reels. Maybe that we can intrigue them with that, but really uh, share them with us. Uh, you know, one of your favorite episodes, even or even like you know uh, like a timestamp. You know, I know we're gonna, like I said we're gonna upgrade a lot of our systems here, um, but yeah, that'd be really great for us because like. Long, I'm sure you guys, I'm sure everyone who listens, they listen to different YouTube channels or podcasts. It's just, it is true, guys. You know, especially if you want to get bigger, you want to make a, a side hustle out of this. It's, it's like if you want con, if you want the content to get better, we need the, you need the, you need those numbers. You know, yep. so we're not begging for views or sharings, but like just help us out, and we'll give you a better product. You know what I mean? It Absolutely. really kind of goes hand in hand. You know. And then one year, maybe what we'll wind up doing is our own New Year's Eve uh, <laughs> yes, countdown special. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, who knows? And we'll book yeah. way better musical acts than Paris Hilton. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, a lot of wonderful stuff. And really, thank you guys. And we hope because uh, this is going to air probably before New Year's Eve. And uh, for real, folks, and all the kids out there who are listening, you know, have a great New Year. You know, New Year, New Me. You know, it's uh. You know, like I said, it's any other night, but really, uh, hope your twenty, hope your twenty twenty four is really great. You know, um, and, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I think, uh, I think you said it all. It's, uh, it's been a great year, and hopefully, uh, you know, for our podcast, it's been a great year for the store. You got married, been a great year. So, hopefully, twenty twenty four is even better. Yep. All right. Well, kids, um, thanks for listening. You know the deal. Same time, same table. See you next year. Boys and girls, lunchtime is over. Please visit PJ and Mike's website, coolkidslunchtable.podbean.com for more information. Follow the boys on all social media apps. Just search Cool Kids Lunch Table Podcast. Now get to class before you get detention.